It is 194 days until the February 25, 2023 Presidential National Assembly elections. It is important to vote for the president, but equally important to vote uh, quality representatives. Today, we're moving the conversations around the 2023 presidential elections from the controversies of North or South or even southeast to the Muslim Muslim ticket to the real issues on ground. Well, education uh, in Algeria is a near comatose. Uh, the health sector is fumbling. Uh, fiscal policy uh, does not uh, seem uh, great uh, enough. In the president's uh, defense, uh, there is some infrastructure to boast about, but security remains uh, a concern. Uh, recently, the spokesperson, the spokesman of the Atiku Abubakar campaign, Dino Melai, from a senator, said the poor performance of the president, talking about President Muhammad Bari, has ruined the chances of the Progressives Congress uh, presidential candidate Ashua Jubola Tinubu of becoming uh, the next president of Nigeria. Aldino uh, said this during an interview, uh, stated that the failure of the ruling APC uh, to provide solutions to the economic challenges bedeviling the country made all candidates of the party not marketable. He said all candidates of the party. But of course, uh, he mentioned the chances of Ashwaj Bolag Metinubu, but he said all candidates of the party. Well, according to him, and I quote, we have carried out a lot of intellectual works. We have carried out opinion polls. We have interacted with the people. And this government marketed Atiku by their colossal failure. <music> that was uh, Dino Melaye speaking there during an interview. He said the performance, the poor performance 
of President Muhammad Ubari has run the chances of the All Progressives Congress presidential candidate Ashwaju Bola Tinumbo becoming the next president of Nigeria. As a matter of fact, he said that uh, this poor performance has made um, all candidates of the party not marketable. These are the issues that we will be looking at this morning on the program. When you look at what Dinomilai said, well, he talked about the failure of the ruling APC uh, to provide solutions to the economic challenges bedeviling the country. Well, today on Bottom Line, uh, we will be joined. We have been joined already via telephone by her guest this morning, uh, Mr. Olushoga Oweye. Mr. Olushoga Oweye is a political analyst, of course, a member of the All Progressives Congress. Good morning, uh, Mr. Olushoga Oweye. Thank you for joining us on the program today. I'm very well. I'm very well. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. I'm sure that uh, you must have heard what uh, Dino Milai, the spokesperson of the Atiku uh, campaign, uh, said during an interview about what he described as the poor performance of uh, President Muhammad Baria now that we affect the uh, chances of all the candidates of uh, the All Progressives Congress in the next year general election, particularly the presidential candidate of the party. Well, uh, let's talk about uh, this uh, issue. I want you uh, to actually get your reaction this morning. What you said. Hello? Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, I, I think uh, from your perspective this morning, are you are you with me? Are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. I'm so, so my question, so so my question this morning, yes, Dino Melaya said his own. I want your own holistic assessment of uh, President Buhari's administration, the APC administration, uh, going into next year general election. For bringing in, yeah, the people who assess the president on, uh, on all the promises he has made and is able to measure him whether he has delivered on some of them or he has delivered on all of them. Now, the president came in on three agenda security, the economy, and uh, uh, employment opportunities. Now, they will be able to view him on those. On those Platforms. For example, in the area of the economy, the government, the government has done fundamentally well, well in, in delivering on some of its promises. It has delivered on national food security. The government has delivered on 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 backward integration. The government has delivered on major economic reforms that has developed the country for more than 25 years. We have been able to restructure a lot of uh, uh, policies, both monetary and fiscal policies. You can see a lot of laws that have been amended. The Continental Life Act of the, uh, the 2020, 2021 that was signed into law and a lot of tax, improving the tax revenue bills of the country. So many of these that, that have been reformed. We have the TSA, we have the 
you have been created as a state government with a one trillion naira, you have the IPPIS, you have the Nutria, you have all kinds of I mean policies that the past governments have been unable to I mean gather the political will that would have saved the country. They were not able to implement PSP, they were not able to implement IPPIS. IPPIS alone has saved this country by one twenty billion naira. So you see all these all these on the ground and you are and, and, and you have asked you are going to be asking yourself why were was the past government not been able to implement those policies? That is on the in the area of the economy. You have a lot of agriculture, we have been able to ensure that a uh, country is able to feed itself. We have to we have to uh we have to uh, uh work in progress. As of 2015, it was the largest producer of rice in Africa. Today, Nigeria has overtaken it by millions of metric tons. We have thousands of rice mills coming up. We have millions of farmers, farms, rice farms. We are producing our milk. Maybe it's not enough, but we are producing. We are the largest producer of cassava. And you can see a lot of I mean, investment in agriculture. You can see a lot of investment in infrastructure. You see the, the second Niger bill that has been in the pipeline since 1982. You see the Bonibo bridge that connects connecting the island, the, 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 the rivers island with the mainland. You see the you see the you see the Lagos Ibadan Expressway. You see the Benue Expressway. You can see the Lori Ibadan. That is the southwest alone. Ibadan is a little shy so God, this government has delivered massively on infrastructure. You have the airport doing well. And by twenty twenty three you will be having the largest the largest I mean oil fine plant in the world, like single largest stream in the world by Dangote, which the government has committed resources and, 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 and materials to make sure that Nigeria has a private sector led oil refining capacity. So, on India, you have the delivery of ports in Calabar, in Wari, in Lagos. And so, in the area of international, you can't see, you will see that the government has done very, very well. Well, Mr. Weyer, okay. Maybe we should uh, pick it one uh, after the other. You know, you talked about uh, economy first, and you reeled out uh, some of the achievements or strides taken by this administration uh to better the economy of this country but ordinary nigerians may not understand some of the things you're talking about ordinary nigerians will look at the prices of uh, basic commodities basic things in the last uh, seven and a half years the prices of uh, food stuff the prices of uh, the basic things that they use at all the rates of the nairas against the dollar and other hard currencies uh, the prices of uh, crude oil and all of these issues and it has continued to affect nigerians i believe that is what the nine nigerians will use to score this administration i want to get your position on that particular one because as, as it stands right now despite the fact that the government closed the borders at some point even the prices of uh, food stuff has not really we've not seen much in terms of production you talked about rice but the price of rice in nigeria has continued to skyrocket so let me get a simple analysis of why perhaps uh, Nigerians still need to wait for more time 
perhaps i don't know when will nigeria when will ordinary nigerians begin to see the effect of all of these policies these achievements that you are really now because as of now it, it does look like nigerians are not feeling the effects yeah i think unfortunately unfortunately what people have to about what the government has done and what the government is doing they also tell me that what the people are saying and i tell them what the people are saying is different from what i know so when I meet people, I explain to them what I know. For example, I was with my eight-year-old mother in February, March, February specifically. And I, she went to the, to the market and bought fish and told me, ah, the price of fish is going up. Mm -hmm. Even bread. And I, I said to her, I said, Look, the price of bread will go up in the next three, four months. She asked me why. And I said to her, I told her, Look, Ukraine and Russia. Mm -hmm. I told her I said Russia. Hello, Mr. Hello? Oh, sorry. Uh, that must be network issue. Okay, uh, we're really sorry. I think we just need to reestablish a connection with uh, Mr. Olushoga. Oh, yeah, uh, it must be network, uh, network, but uh, it's yes, it's becoming interesting. Uh, we will definitely uh, continue the moment we are able to reestablish connection with Mr. Olisha Gawaye, a member of the All Progressives Congress, uh, looking at uh, the real issues, the real issues out of the 2023 general elections. Well, it long been said and posited that Nigerians, uh, when choosing, uh, deciding who to vote for, should rather uh, look at the major issues. Uh, there are some political analysts and pundits who believe that uh, the issue of the, the dichotomy uh, that we have, uh, will you talk about Southeast, uh, South-South, uh, Northeast, uh, Muslim-Muslim ticket, and all of these issues should not actually uh, come to the fore when you are deciding on who you want to vote for. It's all about performance. It's all about the plans. Uh, that is why manifestos are very very important but one thing that most nigerians will definitely one factor that will come to play when nigerians want to decide if this present administration needs to be re-elected or re-voted for well it's about their performance i think nigerians are actually watching now uh, they are assessing right now so going by some of uh the assessment or some of uh, the contributions of analysts and uh, politicians that we've had out there we're speaking to somebody from the camp of the president this morning to give us maybe there are some things that nigerians are not seeing maybe there are some areas that nigerians are not paying attention uh, let's just uh, hear him out this morning and that is what mr lucia Gawaye has actually been doing for the past uh, 10 minutes or thereabout unfortunately uh we lost him uh, we lost him but we'll definitely bring him back we'll definitely bring him back uh, to continue this conversation he's been talking about uh, the economic policies the reforms uh in the economic sector of the nation of preparing the last seven years uh, uh, that's what we're talking about right about now it was about a diving into uh, security but right now let's look at those uh, economic policies and why it does look like Nigerians are not uh, seeing uh, much uh, positivities in that um, aspect <music>
seriously these are the major issues that uh, should uh, we should hold conversations around right now uh, going into 2023 general elections uh, let's uh, try deter detach ourselves uh, from emotions from our sentiments uh, from biases let's detach ourselves from all of these factors let's sit down and take a critical look at uh, the challenges of this country and uh, which of the men that have uh, picked the gunlets which of them do we think that can take the nation nigeria to the next stage the greater heights which of them do you think has what it takes the wherewithal uh, the intellectual capacities and people that will bring people on his board that will turn Nigeria, that will, will turn the country around. According to the People's Democratic Party, they believe that this administration that has been around for the past seven and a half years or thereabout well, have not actually done well. According to the spokesman of the People's Democratic Party's campaign organization, article campaign organization, Senator Dino Melai says that the colossal failure of this administration will make all the candidates of the APC not marketable uh, in the general uh, the election. Well, while Mr. Olusegawe was talking about the economic policies of this administration, we will recall that the president at some point to defended uh, the CBN's governor's uh, economic policies. Uh, talking about uh, uh, Godwin Emefiele says uh, CBN governor puts people at heart of policies. Uh, put people at heart of policy. President Muhammad Rari, uh, he was actually talking uh, in June. Yes, he was actually talking about this in June. And he dismissed the criticisms uh, of the monetary policy of the Central Bank of Nigeria. CBN saying the Apex Bank's governor, Godwin Emefiele, uh, puts people at the heart of of policy he was actually speaking uh, during an interview uh the president highlighted various various steps uh, taken by his administration to address the multi-faceted challenges facing the country inferring that the country would have been worse off in terms of food inflation uh, but for policies uh, such as the anchor borrowers program uh, which has helped to boost uh, agricultural production well it's left uh, for Nigerians to actually decide. It's left for Nigerians uh, to judge if uh, programs such as the Anchor Borrowers Program has helped to boost agricultural production and then to look at it again from what the president said that uh, uh, the country would have been worse off if not for uh, such uh, programs. Well, he also dismissed concerns over the independence of the CBN. Uh, well, that was about uh, the election then, you know, when the president was, uh, pre the governor of the, uh, the CBN governor was showing uh, interest uh, in uh, the uh, po position of the president of the country of course was talking about well perhaps he will uh, be put forward by his party but well we never saw him uh, later though he uh, approached the court uh, to actually give him an interpretation of uh, some uh, legal jargons there well that's not for me to interpret here well that's uh, those are the major issues we're looking at this morning i know when you want to talk about the performance of his administration again one key factor one key issue that we keep coming up is the issue of security. In fact, when Nigerians talk about economy, well, they usually say Nigerians believe that uh, whatever the country, whatever this administration will achieve in terms of economy, largely depends on uh, the state of the security of the country. 
and uh, since um, all is not well in that sector it does appear that uh, we might not be able to do more in terms of uh, how to boost the economy of this country and how to ensure that uh, the policy and the economic reforms of this administration work better we're still hoping to get uh, mr lucia go away uh, join us on the program uh, we don't just don't want to come to the table to be to have people criticize uh, or castigate or cast aspersions uh, on the activities of this administration but let's get to hear from people who are close to this administration as well that's what we're doing this morning uh some of the time too of, of, of course people from the other side uh, from, will definitely come on board but let's uh, hear from people that are close to the administration and uh maybe they have uh, a better information a better first-hand information of what the administration is doing well naturally you see uh, politicians most times when they come up with their uh, reforms and policies they say well it takes time for it to germinate it takes time for us to see uh, to see it develop and uh, for Nigerians to begin uh, to enjoy uh, the dividends of these uh, reforms and policies but as journalists too when we speak to ordinary nigerians citizens of this country it does appear that uh, they have more knocks <laughs> more knocks for the economic policies of this administration according to them simple mathematics simple mathematics were prices of goods some years back basic commodities and their prices right about now and do Nigerians even have the money to purchase all of these things to, to, to get all of these things the rates of uh, naira against uh major hard currencies major 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 currencies in the world the pounds the dollars uh, the euros the rates and how that has affected the importation of goods here in nigeria some of the things that we bring to the nation how it has affected that and how does that has even affected basic things um, even farm produce sometimes because of course you get to meet even the ordinary uh, seller uh, uh, by the roadside and get to tell you that well not at one dollar to one so that's why uh, we can actually uh, get uh, what i'm selling to you uh, from the, with the same price that you have always uh, been getting it well we will continue this conversation uh, right about now uh, I, I don't know maybe the network from Ola, mr Alusha gawai yes end will not allow us but we will be speaking with another shifting of the all progressives congress uh mr lucia gawai yeah well we had about 10 minutes with him all the way from abuja but these are the guests who will be joining us uh, from lagos uh well uh prince adewale ayodele is also a member of the all progressives congress and he joins us uh all the way from lagos uh he's a chieftain of apc in lagos good to have you on the program this morning prince adewale ayodele hello hello uh, i don't know but he's on already hello hello good morning oh good morning prince Sadiwale Ayodele. thank you very much for joining us on the program this day we sincerely appreciate you thank you for having me yeah uh, just before you joined us we were speaking with another chieftain of your party uh, mr olisha gawe yeah uh yes uh, the 2023 election is upon us uh, right about now i think we should just move away from the other issues that have dominated the media space the muslim muslim ticket out uh, of these uh, issues that have continued to polarize the country and let's uh, have conversations around the major issues that will shape the election now uh, the people's democratic party have been talking about uh, uh, 
the performance of this administration as a matter of fact the spokesperson for article campaign organization dino Melai, said recently that uh, it will be very difficult to market all the candidates of the apc in particular the presidential candidate of the apc because of what he described as the colossal failure of the Buhari administration so you you're a member of the APC. I want not just your reaction to this, but your honest, analytic uh, assessment of the Buhari's administration. Well, uh, thank you once again. I'll be very honest with you, and I'll be very frank also. Please do. Uh, and uh, it's rather unfortunate that Dino Melai has said all what he has said, uh, thinking that he's uh, trying to convince people on the basis of politics and 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 and, 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 and mudslinging. The fact is that if you look at the Buhari administration, removing mm. the security challenges that we that we face right now, mm. you will see that the administration have done more in terms of infrastructure. And there is no country that can develop adequately without putting infrastructural uh, things in place. You get what I mean? I'm with you. So, so if we, so if we judge it from that, Buhari have barely spent eight years. PDP spent sixteen years. Sixteen years. The amount of money that PDP got in sixteen years, we cannot really point at many infrastructure when you compare it to that of the Buhari administration. The global view that Nigeria has, if you look at when the PDP were in power, mm. I'll give you a scenario. Remember when a girl was framed up and a man was framed up to have carried drugs into Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. You know very well that the penalty is death. Mm. They've even killed a lot of British, or, and they've killed so many Americans and so many other nationals. Many of them went through similar situation. Mm. But the Saudi government believed very much in the Buhari administration. They allowed for a second opinion to investigate what happened. And today, those people are back with their loved ones. Do mm. you think that the 16 years of the PDP administration could have gotten us that kind of mileage in terms of foreign investments that have come into this country today today we have more compared to what you had in 16 years of the pdp administration yes i do agree that in terms of security we have a lot to do but in terms of procurement of arms and ammunition and technology for the nigerian military and paramilitary they've got this government have procured more than the 16 years of the PDP administration. This government did not go to wipe out Oji. They didn't behave like that. They still conform with the rule of law. They didn't say because some people were killed in one community and they go and overrun those communities. No. They still confine themselves with the rule of law and they still engage in discussion and all of that. So, Dino Melai does not have the modesty to even argue or discuss or take up such matters. That is my contribution. So okay, well, thank you. Uh, it's good that uh, to know that, of course, you mentioned uh, issue of security. 
as one of the major uh, challenges, if not the major challenge, that this particular administration uh, has to grapple with. It did not. Of course, it predates their, this administration, but it does appear that it has festered. It has continued to exacerbate during this administration. Uh, it's good enough that you have mentioned that. And you talked about procurement of uh, arms and ammunition, but Nigerians are saying that they've not even seen uh, the effects of all of these. Uh, a governor of that actually belongs to this uh, the APC extraction, a governor of uh, Kaduna State, Nasir Rufai, has on so many occasions uh, expressed dissatisfaction. Uh, talking about how this government has carried out this fight against the uh, terrorists and bandits, he has talked about, he has advised the government uh, since they are kind, uh, they kind of identify the hideout of these bandits uh, to go there and bomb them to go there and disperse them but it does look like uh, the government is uh food dragging and maybe being cautious what do you why do you think this issue of insecurity has festered for so long when president Buhari was coming as a matter of fact major general Muhammad Buhari, many people believe that he's a tough man and uh, in no distant time, he wouldn't nip this in the board. But it has continued uh, to uh, to fester. And it does look like there is no answer to this. Kujo prison has been attacked. Prisons after prison have been attacked. ND have been attacked. Soldiers have been killed. Uh, military formations have been attacked. Well, a lot of kidnappings going around in Nigeria. Why do you think it's so difficult for this administration? Well, I do agree with you that uh, the scale the scale has changed a bit but you must also give it to this government that they've been able to tame the capacity of this insurgent to use bombs okay but that that will kill more people that is not to say that there's no much work to be done we still have a lot of work to do and if you look at these insurgents also, where they are coming from, they are mm. not basically Nigerians. A lot of them are coming from so many countries around Nigeria, as far as Libya, and what have you. So the dimension now will involve many African countries that borders around Nigeria to mm. also fortify their environment. If those spaces are not well fortified, then Nigeria also will become very vulnerable. So the regional governance within the Nigerian space must be enhanced and must be well-funded. And many of these countries also do not have the enablement. So it has to rest on Nigeria. Look at when Idris Debi was alive. Mm. He did cooperate very, very well with the Nigerian government. To the extent that he led the war, to the extent that he pushed them back and degraded them massively. So what I think the Nigerian government needs to do now is to also work with uh, developed countries that have more technologies to narrow down and zero down on this on these insurgents hot hotbeds. We don't have the leverage to use space technology mm. and all of that, but we can work in tandem. To solving those problems and many a times where these people are spotted the amount of human uh, uh fatality that will happen when you go to bomb them especially the innocent ones will be very very grave you can god forbid god forbid you have a loved one among them there hmm. 
and we are trying to rescue them. And somebody said, go and bomb that enclave. They are also using human shields. That is why sometimes you see the Air Force bomb some places. They are likely to be in those places. But again, the community suffer. So we have to really zero down on it. I'm not saying that the work has been totally done. I'm saying that the government is not resting on its oars. The government is talking to more governments to come in their aid and in their support with information, with data and precision in order to curb these problems. And that is why I thank this government for embracing this regional local security that is being put in place. Uh -huh. Do you think this, the PDP government would have allowed the Bedouin state government put in place that security outfit in the era of the, of, of the, of the, of the PDP? They will never allow it. Do you think that the PDP will allow Amoteko to be if they were in government? They will never allow it. Many a time, the ruling party, when we were in the opposition, we were clamoring for state police and self-policing. Self they never allowed it. If they have allowed it by, by that time, all of these states would have developed more capacities to push this thing back and hold them down. If not for these local security structures like Yamoteko that have been created, mm. do you know that the Southwest would have been overrun? Do you know that the Southeast would have been overrun? Recently, some people were caught in Bedway State, caught in the new security outfit that was put in place. So, so the the government is not is not is not putting his hands off the plow. We are really walking the talk, and they are not sleeping about it. Mm. Well, well, uh, uh, okay, quickly, let's appreciate what I did. Just before you came on board, uh, I told you we had another shifting of the party, who was actually talking about the economic reforms of this administration. Uh, of course, he mentioned the infrastructures that you mentioned, you talked about too. But talking about this economic reform, this is one area that I think, as a journalist, that I think that most Nigerians just want to disagree with, it, with this administration. Apart from the fact that, uh, yes, the issue of insecurity is there, Nigerians are saying whatever economic policies or economic reforms that this administration may want to lay claim to, that it has put in place has not really yielded anything positive for the past seven years. If uh, the prices of basic commodities have continued uh, to increase, if uh, the rate of uh, the uh, Naira against it's not uh, positive for Nigerians, and uh, Nigerians are finding it difficult uh, to actually purchase or buy all the major things. And uh, when we talk about uh, the pro production as well, uh, it does look like the country is not actually doing more. Would you say that this administration for the past seven years has only, has only been uh, trying to lay the foundation? Or what is happening that majority of Nigerians are groaning? Well, uh, first and foremost, I do appreciate what you've said. Mm. I'm also affected. All right. We all are affected. But the basic truth is this. When you fight corruption, corruption will fight back. Okay. A lot of people, corrupt people, 
also controls a lot of these machineries that is inhibiting our economic growth. I take, for example, the oil and gas sector. All right. This administration has tried as much as possible to block leakages, to stop people from taking the petroleum product out of this country. But Nigerians are still doing it. Some Nigerians are still doing this. And it's heating on the budget of the country. Take it or leave it. The farmers, a lot of them, a lot of people have gone back to farming. Rice farming and what have you. We never used to have that. This has also created jobs. Yes, the cost of those rice for now has increased. Mm -hmm. A lot of the overhead that would have made it decrease are also... And thank God they've signed the petroleum uh, bill okay. now mm. that have given NMPC the right to go into its independence yeah. and all that. So some of these people that also work in NMPC that have been creating these leakages will also have to conform to modern day realities. And if they fail to do so, they'll be removed from the system. Then the system itself and all of that. The cost of diesel is high because we are based on importation. But with the new petroleum acts that have been signed that will make our refineries work well because it's going to be an hybrid system of public and private sector. And every money will be accounted for. Today we are producing urea fertilizers in Nigeria. It wasn't used to be like that. We have made a lot of gains and we are still striving to make more gains. Look, it is not the day that you deliver a child that the child starts working. The foundation is very difficult, but we are building on it, on a solid foundation and all of that. If past administration has built a very good foundation, especially in this dispensation, I don't think we'll be in this comatose. All that right. the APC government is trying to take us out of it. All right. The level of corrupt people in our system is huge. Mm. And we have to tell ourselves as Nigerians that we need to do away with these things okay. and take the Nigerian project as our own and make it work for good. All right. Well, Prince Adele, uh definitely, this issue of corruption fighting back, we will come back to it uh, some other time. We will come back to it some other time. Uh, but uh, maybe just one or two questions uh, before uh, we let you go this morning. Uh, we've talked about uh, some economic reforms of this administration, but which of these reforms would you deem the legacy of the PMB administration? The first one will be the new petroleum bill that was just signed into law. Okay. That is a very great reform. All right. Because the larger percentage of earnings for this country is in the oil and gas. And if that sector is well restructured, then the issue of subsidy will become a thing of the past. Hmm. So that funds that are generated can go more into education, can go more into infrastructure, can go more into health. The second reform under this administration is the one that was achieved under INEC. Today, 
the issue of ballot stuffing has become a thing of the past. Either we like it or not. Today, people are having more confidence in the IVF process, unlike before. These are two major reforms mm. that this administration has well, won for uh, Well, I was actually talking about economic reforms, but good to know. Well, well it's good that uh, you've added that of uh, the new electoral hat. If you okay. don't, don't have a, a, a good system to produce leadership, mm. it will affect the economy. Okay, okay. Maybe I should ask you, uh, Prince, maybe I should ask you, will the Bola Ahmed Tinubu campaign uh, really be anchored on the, the seven years of war in office? The Ashwaji Bola Tinubu campaign will be anchored on the charter of the APC, on the programs of the APC, of which President Buhari is also working and toiling and striving to achieve. What we are going to have is that will be different a bit because there are two different individuals. One has approached it the way he feels that it is best. You are also going to have somebody that has worked in the private sector, that has worked in the public sector, that is an A-list student while he was I mean, in school, that is also an activist. He's also going to take it from another dimension. Someone that has a global I mean, uh, political capital to rule investment and investors into Nigeria, to make people own up to their belief, to make people be governed by the rule of law, and so many things. So these are things that you are going to see. All right. And Ashwadu government, and Ashwadu administration is going to be more of an executive, I mean, administration. But you are going to see more development. Okay, quickly, the, the final one, the final one, uh, quickly. Uh, let's talk, uh, let's look at uh, some of the basic things. A country requires to survive. Uh, education is, is key. I'm sure you know. Right about now, right now, right now, ASU is on strike. Uh, I think it's been over five months now. It has been extended. And we still have uh, 10.3 million out of school children in Nigeria. Where's the achievement here? in our education sector. Where is the achievement? It's rather unfortunate that this government have allowed this issue to prolong for so long. You mean the ASU strike? Yes, okay. the ASU strike. Education remains the bedrock of development and civilization. Mm. Every government must, must fund education deliberately and massively. And more so, Nigeria is a signatory to the United Nations uh, to the UNESCO Convention, that 25% be plow of the budget be plowed into education, and the Shuaji administration has promised. Well, we're not talking about we're not talking about Shuaji administration that I'm, is I'm, uh, I'm, that I'm, is that I'm, is not I'm, that has not come on board. We're talking about uh, the what what is the achievements that this government has uh, that this government has in terms of education. Well, you mentioned that is unfortunate. In terms of education, yes. In terms of there's a lot of infrastructural development all over the Nigerian campus, universities and mm. polytechnics. But you said it's unfortunate that this government has allowed this to continue, in, to in, linger. In the unfortunate nature of what I'm saying is that the crisis between the government and ASU, which again is not only limited to the welfare of ASU, mm. but partly to the funding of the academic environment. So the government has not handled that uh, so, 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 issue so, so, well. So, so the handling of that situation mm. is not apt. 
Okay. It is not as if they have not done anything. But they should devote more attention. Mm. More attention. Even if it's going to stagger some development. All right. More attention be paid to ASU's demand. Okay. Well, I want to sincerely thank you, uh, Prince Adewale Ayodele, for your time on the program this morning. Prince Adewale Ayodele is a chieftain of the Progressives Congress and he joined us via telephone uh, from Lagos. We appreciate you uh, for joining us on the program this morning. Have a very great week, Prince Adewale Ayodele. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Right, let's see. Two minutes on our clock before we say our buys on the program this morning. Uh, if we can have uh, one or two reactions from listeners this morning. Already on Facebook, I've got Sean Marcos Daniel saying so much. The phone line buzzing already. But quickly, allow me to pick uh, Sean and Marcos Daniel. Says, Stop comparing PDP to yourself. Uh, they are far better than you that is nothing you can say to appease me we know the truth mm. that's uh sean michael daniels and uh, uh ben longer saying at the inception of apc there seemed uh, a better intending policies and programs in 2015 uh, when they kicked out pdp due to their reckless uh rec reckless stealing praise and inability to tackle insurgency and uh, other sundry matters now uh if a more competent uh, presidents emerge for APC and the issues at stakes are addressed and insecurities abated. The people will still vote for APC because PDP is not better. It's not a better alternative considering uh, their uh, presidents. Well, that's Ben Lunga. Well, Sean Michaels Daniels again say, yeah, what is that about Kuja prison? And uh, now a country like ours, uh, some people from another country will come here and release their prisoners freely without fighting back chai well uh sean michael daniels let's pick one or two calls uh, just before we go on the program this morning hello good morning good morning good morning mr Adisa. good morning all right let's have it quickly Wow, wow, sorry. Sorry, we can't... Sorry, Mr. Adisha, we need to let you go. This is not audible, thank you. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, maybe one more. Uh, I think our time is fast spent. Okay, let's try this. Hello, good morning. Hi, good morning, George. Good morning, Mr. Oshagun. This is Mr. Oshagun from Madrid. I appreciate you, sir. Uh, I think uh, when we when we are really loud statistics about economic statistics in this nation with the APC, what the ordinary man wants to see is the prices of goods and services in the market. Mm. So let them address that. All this uh, grammar and all this uh, policy and whatever, whatever. It doesn't come concern the common Nigerians. What they want to see is the what they are buying rice and um, oil and whatever in the market. So let them go back to the drawing board and address all those things. 
Thank you. Good morning. All right, thank you very much, Mr. Oshegun. We need to go right about now. A very big thank you to our guests this morning, two of them, APC uh, Chieftain. Some of the time, definitely, we have a PDP uh, member on this, on this program and some members of some other parties, uh, LP, ADC, ADP, because we should begin to talk about the major issues right now. Ahead of the 2023 general elections, I appreciate Prince Adele, Adewale, all the way from Lagos, who joined us via telephone. I appreciate Mr. Arusha here. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And of course, my producer, Samuel my name is Joshua Digbite. Join us again tomorrow for another edition of The Bottom Line.